0: Hi everybody and welcome to the Toronto Real Estate Show with Janelle and Leslie, I'm Janelle Cameron. Hi
1: there, I'm Leslie Pearson.
0: Today we are going to tell all of you sellers how to set yourself up for a multiple offer situation.
2: Welcome to the Toronto Real Estate Show with the Janelle Cameron team. The podcast that helps make your real estate dreams a reality. The Janelle Cameron team is your expert source for all things real estate in the greater Toronto area. Whether you're considering a renovation to improve your return on investment, looking at homes for the very first time, or even considering becoming an agent yourself, we've got you covered. Hey everybody,
0: welcome back. I hope you had a great week. Thanks for tuning in again. Um, Kind of a cool topic today. We have talked a lot on this podcast and on our various channels about how to be successful in multiple offers. And I think that's super important for people because right now, pretty much everything's selling in multiple offers. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, Um, but what we haven't focused on too much is how to set yourself up for multiple offers because I'm seeing this still go awry. You know, people are not setting themselves up appropriately for a multiple offer situation.
1: Going awry is something you don't hear very often.
0: Yeah. I like going awry. It's a good one. Um, (laughs) so we're going to talk about that and, uh, kind of give you some tips and tricks on what you should be doing in order to, um, make sure you're prepared that you're getting multiple offer situation. So yeah, back to that. I think, uh, if you're doing it right, right now, right. You should be, if you're a seller, you should be in a multiple offer situation. There's the odd thing. That's not. I mean, I came up. Uh, my client bought one last week that wasn't in a multiple offer situation, which was rare mm-hmm. and lovely. Um, but I would say the majority of homes right now, no matter where you're looking in the GTA, are multiple offers. Yes, yeah. At the odd condo, not so much. Like. And I mean, odd, like probably higher end condos. I'm not seeing so much in Mm -hmm. multiple
1: offers. And I've been out with a client looking at high end homes and they're having them too. Are they really? Mm -hmm. And that's,
0: then that's quite rare.
1: Yeah. So we're talking 4 million plus with offer dates. And are
0: you seeing most things selling on offer night in that Mm -hmm. price point? Yeah. Interesting. And definitely at the lower price point. Yes. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So I thought we would touch today on, you know, how to make sure, as I mentioned, that you set yourself up as a seller for multiple to offers make that happen, yeah. yeah because um it's not just a given
1: mm-hmm. right um yeah I, it's uh it's funny um and sometimes there appears to be no rhyme or reason when it doesn't happen one of my favorite houses in uh, east york is up for sale and they had an offer date and it didn't sell and so now they've done what you do when that happens is you raise the asking price and they've done that. Oh, boy. Like, yeah, it hasn't yeah.
0: sold. Well, we haven't seen that for a I while. I know why,
1: but. Um, right. So that, that fits in with our topic, with one of the things you have to do to make that strategy work. Okay. Is. Yeah. Shall we get right into it? Let's get right into it. Let's
0: jump right in. So I the think. reason
1: this one hasn't is the asking price when you pursue that strategy. Mm-hmm. Um, it has to be in the bottom end of the range of value of what your house is that's right you can't pursue this strategy and at the same time price it high it's absolutely yeah, that's what these people did yeah it was priced too high price too in any anyway, yeah let alone right to try and get multiples and
0: this is the thing like you've kind of got if you're going to sell you've got two options you can either price it so you're setting yourself up for multiples yeah or you're pricing it at market value right those two things are very different right you can't have both, as you right. said. Mm-hmm. So we are not talking about option two, right, like those people did. Yeah. We are talking about option one. If you want to get multiple offers, you have to price it low, right. And there is a trick to that, isn't there?
1: Um, yeah, what do what you think is the trick?:
0: Well, I think it can't be too low, right, but it has to be low enough yeah. to get people in the door.
1: Yeah. yeah. Sometimes you see the asking price you know exceedingly low. Right. And I don't love that, right. but on the other hand, in this situation, if you're a knowledgeable agent and you know what a property is worth, it almost doesn't matter what the house is listed at. Right. Um, I mean, on the low side, right. Clearly, if it's listed too high, it does matter. You're going right. to stay away. But right. if you see something that maybe is worth a million and you see it listed at eight ninety nine or seven ninety nine or even six ninety nine, I don't really bat my eyes at that because I know it's worth a million. Exactly. Yeah. So I don't even. Mind when sellers sell it even way below, like the range of its value. That's right. Yeah, I think you just can't go too high. What happens is if people see, let's
0: say they're you're listing it at seven ninety nine, and you know it's it should sell for a million. You're right. People don't really think much about that. No. But if you think it's worth about a million and you see it listed for nine ninety nine with right. an offer date, right? The seller, the buyer says, "Well, I'm not gonna. Con- oh, that's already." Too high, I forget it. I'm not even going to go see that. They obviously want
1: 1.2. Yeah, and that's what happened in this uh, East York House case. Yeah. Um, there was a house down the street that sold for 1.6. About a week ago, right? So, this house listed with an offer date at 159. Oh, for Christ's sake, <laughs> yeah, I know and, the house you mean, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> we all do, <laughs> yes, mm. yeah,
0: and that's the problem. I mean, you have to, so that's that's issue number one mm. or tip number one, and then you that's have hard to price sellers, low. That's
1: hard because, yeah. um, I've had sellers say, you know, um. I'm embarrassed. I think more of my house than that. I'm embarrassed to set it so low. And I think I I never understood that sentiment. Or other people say, well, you know, what if we don't get, what if they don't make the leap to what it's really worth? Right, Uh, I think sellers are nervous about that. But a good agent explains the process and relies on other strong agents
0: to get the job done. And I think what I tend to do, just because it is such a challenge sometimes convincing people is I will show them all the comps and say, you know what, everything we expect your house to get 1.3. Everything that's sold for 1.3 has been listed for 999. So you are just going to be the same.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And I think if they see other people doing it mm-hmm. or they you yeah. can really kind of pointing out, okay, 999 got 1.3. Okay. Mm-hmm. I, I, you know, I'll, I'll do it too. So it is, it is risky, mm-hmm. but not that risky mm-hmm. because If it doesn't sell, you can raise the price and go back to Mm -hmm. that kind of a strategy. And it does happen all the time, not as much as it was Mm -hmm. during, you know, kind of the the small blip we had. Mm. But I think that it's way better to test the market that way. Than the other way.
1: Well, and you know, because there's no negative to it. There's no stigma to not selling on offer date. And no. no, no, like, no. Everybody realizes, oh, you tried that. You didn't get the people through that you wanted to. And now you're priced realistically and it'll sell. There's no right. negative to doing that. Yeah, there is no negative. Um, interestingly, I'm going to see a house today that has been on often on the market since last summer at a grossly overpriced. Mm. Number without an offer date, uh-huh. and now they've brought it down. They, I think, they have almost halved the asking price and have an offer date. Oh, my goodness! Okay, yeah, so that's interesting. So, yeah. um, I think that you know they've changed direction seeing the other one, so but that's hard to do to go the other way around.
0: It is hard, and I think like that is a desperation, right? Yeah. So from my perspective, I'm sitting back and I'm going, okay, these people have royally messed this up.
1: They have, and I think it shows a an insincerity in, in selling.
0: in an inexperienced yeah. agent.
1: Yeah, although to talk to this guy, he'd, he'd never admit to that. But yeah, well, I they, think they didn't want to sell. <laughs> I think they just had it up. Yeah, well, that's,
0: that's the other thing too. Or the people are so... Um, convinced that something is worth something that it's not that um I think that the problem becomes it almost looks to me from the outside like they're just difficult people
1: yeah yeah so um it'll be interesting to see what happens with that I think we're going to uh, my client is interested in it yeah um well we'll see what happens mm-hmm. I will be waiting for an update yeah because it's funny because uh they are. Di- they must be difficult because uh, last week, when it was still at an exaggerated price, mm-hmm. I had a conversation with the listing agent and uh, mentioned that my client would pay X for this, mm-hmm. and um, he said, "Oh, we've already had two offers higher than that, mm. so don't even bother." Yeah. So, will be interesting. Now the asking price is significantly lower than that. Ooh, interesting. Mm-hmm.
0: Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, okay. So that's strategy. Number one is 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 making sure you've got the right price. You have to rely on your agent, rely on the comps, you know, don't get silly about it. Um, Have a realistic view, you know, of what it's worth and then back it off from there, Mm -hmm. you know? Mm -hmm. Um, So I think that's the number one thing. Second thing I think is marketing. Mm -hmm. You have to make sure that you are marketing the property for the appropriate amount of time and in the appropriate ways. So for example, if you have an offer date, it is usually a week after you have it listed, not two weeks or three weeks, which I sometimes
1: see, Yeah. or
0: do. not a day or two. Yeah. You have to give people enough time to get in. You have to set them up, the buyers up for success. Mm-hmm. so giving them an an idea of what the offer date will be what you're looking for in terms of you know the time offers have to be in sometimes agents for the listing will be very upfront in the first place about, um, you know, if you talk to them, they'll say, this is what we're expecting to get. If we don't get that, we'll relist.
1: No, so, I, I don't hear that very often. Do you? Uh, yeah, mm-hmm. I do.
0: But you know, people, I always, sometimes I'll call and say, okay, what are you, what are you looking for here? Mm-hmm. Cause if you're looking for, if you're looking for one, three, my client only has one, two and they'll say, yeah, we are. Mm-hmm. So it kind of gives me a bit of a, mm-hmm. you know, an idea. So I think just having your agent, equipped with all the appropriate information is really important. But then on top of that, making sure that you're setting people up for the right uh, opportunity to bid on your property. So, you know, if you listed on a Tuesday and your intention is to take the offers the following Monday, that's kind of an expected Mm timeframe. Going along with that, I would say is equally important in terms of giving opportunity is allowing agents to get in. There's nothing worse than an offer date, but
1: nobody can get in because you have your times restricted. Yeah. No, you have to maximize the availability. Availability. Yeah. yeah. Don't put any restrictions on times. Oh, and Uh, like, don't um, make your listing agent be there. Right. Um, If your baby is
0: sleeping at seven o'clock, probably not a good time to sell the home. Right. You know, you need to let people get in.
1: Yeah. A lot of people kind of move out for a week. People should
0: move out for yeah. a week. If you're setting things up for multiple offers, you should move out for a week. Yeah. Yeah. I agree with that. And I think um, there's something else I have a, a real beef about right now. And that is uh, during COVID, we started this thing where we only allowed half an hour showings, sometimes 15 minutes mm-hmm. and no overlapping of appointments. That's over mm-hmm. in my book. Mm-hmm. Okay. There are still agents probably predominantly only allowing half an hour showings with no overlaps or double bookings. Yeah. It's common now. It, they, it didn't go back. It, after yeah. The so October. I put, I put it back. Mm-hmm. I'm single handedly putting it back. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's outrageous. You have to let people get in the injustice that I saw for during that time where people were giving 15 or minute or half an hour appointments and expecting them to make a decision in 15 minutes without even providing a home inspection for them to review or anything, and then expecting them to come with their offer on offer night, without any information that you're giving them and they haven't even hardly had a chance to get in. I think it's outrageous.
1: Yeah, I agree.
0: Um, I had houses for sale during like the crazy times. One in particular, I remember where we weren't allowed to double book still. Mm-hmm. And that was a Rico thing, mm-hmm. um, where people were coming in at six in the morning, midnight, cause
1: they couldn't get appointments. Yeah. And they couldn't do their own home inspections if they wanted to, cause that takes up too much time. It takes up too much time. Mm-hmm.
0: So You know, from an appointment standpoint, I, if you're that, if you're still worried about COVID Mm -hmm. and people coming in for appointments, I I don't even think you should be selling. Like, Mm -hmm. I'm sorry, you need to open your house up for people. Like if you're serious about it and you want multiple offers, you have to let people get in. Yeah.
1: Yeah. We we mentioned uh, before starting today that I have a cold and I've been going to see properties and almost every agent asked me if I'd had a COVID test. It's like I, I don't even know like yeah, almost everyone
0: didn't the WHO already <laughs> say like it's like it's yeah, not it's done. okay. Can, mm-hmm. do we, can we just mm-hmm. everybody like I understand being respectful mm-hmm. if you have, mm-hmm. you know, if you think you have COVID or you have COVID, you're as you would if you had a cold. Just right, stay away from it. Just me. stay away. Mm-hmm. Like hopefully people would have the common sense, but like I think restricting showings is crazy.
1: Yeah, I, I agree. Visibility, yeah. no restrictions on hours. Open houses, open house, and that's the other. Okay, I'm sorry. I'm
0: just on, on, on a bit of a
2: rant Let's here. Hear it.
0: If you are telling agents that they can only have a half an hour, but they and they cannot overlap with someone else, and yet you're through having open houses when everybody can come in at the <laughs> same time, it's. Absolutely ridiculous. Yeah, that's true. Good point. Like I've been to open houses in the last couple of weeks only because that's the time I've been showing with clients, yeah. where there have been lineups to yeah. get in, and yet I can't book an appointment with the same time as somebody
1: else. That's true. That's like, funny. Like it's so stupid. Yeah, that's true.
0: So now people will tell you, well, uh, we don't want to overlap points because we think people should have their time. Well, you know what?
1: Yeah.
0: Whatever. Yeah.
1: Um, if you, I think uh, they just aren't thinking about it. Then. They're not no, thinking it doesn't about make it. Any sense. I think yeah
0: we are you if know if you're concerned about COVID
1: don't do open don't houses. do open don't houses. sell don't mm-hmm. sell
0: I think for again the topic today is how to make sure you get multiple offers this is one of those really important things I agree let people in yeah yeah on top of that okay just another thing kind of on the, it's all in the same kind of vein but having a home inspection or the status certificate available.
1: Yeah. Well, yeah. So what you want to do is do whatever you can to facilitate firm offers, not conditional offers on offer date. So when uh, we've said before that when you get a conditional offer, your house hasn't sold. Yeah. Uh, So if you set, if you're pursuing the strategy of a um, offer date, expecting multiple offers, you're anticipating your plan is to sell the house that night And so your job is to do everything you can to provide as much information as you can Mm -hmm. to the buyer so they feel comfortable doing that. Mm -hmm. And so, as you say, one thing in that regard, if you're a homeowner, is to do a pre-listing home inspection. Uh, If you're a seller of a condo, you don't do a home inspection, but you order the status certificate. Mm -hmm. So it doesn't make sense in my mind to pursue that strategy without doing both those things. That's right.
0: And again, if you are not doing that, you can't expect someone to come in with a firm offer and you really can't expect them to come in and bid and get excited about yeah. it because there's just too much hesitation. Yeah. So your agent should be paying for that hundred percent. And if they are not willing to pay for it, you need to be paying for it as the seller. Someone needs to be paying for the home inspection. Right. It's $500, people. If you are expecting to sell your home and you know you're going to get a whack load of money, there is no reason not to have a home inspection.
1: Right. None. Right. None. And I think it's important to consider who who does that home inspection. Mm-hmm. Um, excuse me, I'm going to cough. Yeah. So that <coughs> is important as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Look. So if you're trying to ease the buyer's you know, give them confidence mm-hmm. and you, you're doing, you know, what you're doing is a pre-listing home inspection to give that confidence. Mm-hmm. You want to be sure to do it from a company and an indi- individual who is known in that neighborhood, who has a yes. reputation Yes, so that they can say, oh, so-and-so did it. Okay. I feel, I, I trust feel, that guy. Yeah, I trust that That's woman. who I might've gone to anyway. Yeah. Kind of thing. That's right. So that's important when you're picking your home inspection, but you have to do it.
0: You have to do it. I just can't believe how many people in the city of Toronto. Everyone does it. Yeah, and outside of Toronto, people don't do it, and I don't understand. So I just this don't one, get um,
1: it. As I mentioned before, that's been on the market overpriced since last um, summer, and just this week came out at a offer date or whatever. They haven't. Haven't done a home inspection. Of course they haven't. Yeah, they've done nothing (laughs) right. He says he's doing one later this week, but hasn't done it.
0: Oh my God. But even (laughs) still, like when?
1: Yeah. (laughs)
0: That's the thing. I mean, if you have not done any of these things, how could you possibly expect success? Yeah. You can't. Yeah. Yeah. So, okay. So the other obvious thing I want to talk about, if you want to get multiple offers is, is kind of twofold. Number one, you have to clean up and stage the home to some degree. You have to make it look its best. You have to put your best foot forward. Yeah, showpiece. And then as well as that, it's really a good idea if you try to stay out of the house as much as possible. There is nothing more off-putting to me than going into a home that smells like whatever. Food, shower, people have been living there. Like it needs to be fresh and clean. And bright; those are things that mean so much to people. And if you want it to show its best and and get multiple offers, you need to make sure it's top notch. Mm-hmm. You know, like it's sh- it's ten out of
1: ten in terms of what it can be. Right. Yeah. You don't get a second chance to make a first impression. No. And when you're pursuing this strategy, first impressions are everything to get those offers on offer night. That's right. Really important to, to do all of these things. And I think,
0: you know, what you're setting up for, you know, you're going to have a, a, a day, you know, next Monday at seven o'clock offers are going to be taken. If you've done all of these things that are a complete inconvenience for you, absolutely. Mm-hmm. You are going to do the best you can. Mm-hmm. And if you are not trying to get the most money you can, there's something wrong, right? right. Like mm-hmm. that's your objective, Right. So people will often push back to me and say, I, I don't want to move out or, you know, well, I can't have any showings before noon. You know, I, I have things to do or I have to work. It's like, then you're not really serious mm-hmm. because I'm telling you people come at all hours, mm-hmm. right? When you have like every for example, I think every listing I've had in the last two months, I've had a minimum of 80 showings. Mm -hmm. So 80 showings over four or five days means people are coming all day long. Mm -hmm. And people, I think, seem to think that maybe they only come at night or on weekends. No, they come at 10 in the morning. They come at noon. They come anytime. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, you got to make sure that they can get in Mm -hmm. and all of these things are looking perfect so that you can maximize. Right. Yeah. Anything else you can think of that's sort of,
1: Well, now you've um, priced it right, you're marketing it strongly, you have it available, and you've uh, done your pre-listing home inspection or status, depending. Then you have to be... You have to be available and have the right mindset on actual offer date. That's true. You can't just uh, bugger off and go out for dinner and start drinking wine. Honestly. And I have heard of that. Yes. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So yeah, that's the last thing I would say. Yeah. And if you're
0: divorcing, like it was one of those situations, like try to get on the same page, um, on offer night. Mm -hmm. Like that's really important, Mm -hmm. you know, have a conversation, try to get together and put your issues aside and make sure that, you know your a team
1: mm-hmm. on
0: that night. Mm-hmm. It's really important. And you're right. People, people kind of bail out that you can't reach them. Yeah. <laughs> or I'm like <laughs> having an open house and people have questions, but I can't find,
1: yeah, I can't find my seller. Right. So yeah. I guess, yeah, be available. Yeah. I mean now, so offer nights uh, are different than pre COVID. They're um, not done in person anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, so you don't have to physically come to our brokerage and sit around a table and hear the offers. Um, And you don't have to even get together with your agent. Um, Everything is done electronically. So overwhelmingly, I mean, exclusively, I guess, you're getting your offers by email. Yeah. So they'll go to your agent and then your agent will share them with you and you have a conversation back and forth and back and forth and you make a decision. That's right. And sign that night. Mm -hmm. And then the signing is done electronically as well. So yeah. You know, some inconvenience, but there have been a lot of kind of improvements to the process, I think.
0: I think so, too. And the inconvenience is so worth your end result. Yeah. You know? Like, that's all it's about is cashing in. Mm -hmm. (laughs) That's what you're there for.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I'm seeing more offer dates and times, like, not at night.
0: I I know. Sometimes, like, Monday at 12. Yeah.
1: Yeah. There was one we were interested in that was yesterday at 10. Yeah. Now
0: that is an important point on this topic because I like that as a buying agent
1: 100% but I
0: don't think it's the best in the best interest for you getting the most money why because I think most people work during the day right and it's usually my experience when I'm holding multiple offers that agents can't even register until their clients are home from work and they've had an opportunity to sign and I think that As much as we like that, I think you have to be realistic. You might rule out some people. You would rule out a lot of people who just can't do that, Mm -hmm. you know? You just can't. Yeah. So I think it's... Anytime on weekends I think is good, which nobody ever does, but probably should be Saturday at 4. You know, maybe not in the summer, but I think otherwise, or like But Sunday. you'd
1: want to give it a chance to do an open house.
0: Yeah, you would. So that would, you wouldn't want to do maybe. that for that reason. No, unless you're not
1: doing open houses yeah. for whatever reason. And that's, again, that's. So the one yesterday I mentioned um, was Great House. Um, it didn't have, it wasn't worded that there was an offer date, but it said um, something like no offers until after 10 a.m. on Monday, mm. which is essentially an offer the date. same thing.
0: Yeah, that's a mm. that's a weird one. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, and it, they got
0: offers at 10 a.m. on Monday, right? Mm-hmm. So they're just not they're mm-hmm. not saying it, mm-hmm. but that's what they're saying. Interesting. Yeah. Okay, we'll wrap this one up. We probably babbled on, but uh, the only other thing I want to say is that if you are a seller, you should be looking for multiple offers. This is the best strategy in most cases. Not every case, but I would say like ninety percent of cases. This should be how you want to proceed with your sale. Yeah. Is pricing low, getting more money, getting people to bid up. Yeah. um, And getting, you know, getting the most you can. It's a proven strategy. It's a proven strategy. In this this type of market. Yeah. and almost every market we've been in, isn't Yeah. So uh, that should be your goal. So... If that's where you're at, then good luck. I hope that you have great success. Uh, Reach out to us if you have any questions. We're here to help. And make sure you follow us on all of our social channels at the Janelle Cameron team. And in the meantime, we wish you happy real estate. Happy real estate.
2: We hope you've enjoyed the Toronto Real Estate Show with the Janelle Cameron team. But more importantly, we hope you feel better informed and enthusiastic about your real estate future. We know buying and selling can be stressful, so let us help. If you're looking for hands-on support in the greater Toronto area, the Janelle Cameron team from REMAX Hallmark Realty is ready to assist. Visit JanelleCameron.com. That's J-E-N-E-L-L-E Cameron.com. Or dial 416-486-5588. Join us again next week as we deliver more content to help you reach your real estate dreams.